Shalom to all! Today's daf is Sukkot Daf Chav Zayin, and we are starting seven lines from the top with the brand new Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Maris Miriam Sarah, Bas Reb Yaakov Meisha, Her Neshama Shadav and Aliyah, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Natat Tzvi, Ben Reb Eliyahu Kozlowitz, in honor of his 11th yard site, and as his chos for Aaron Ben Goldalea, he should be Zeich Divine as Zivag Bakarov, and be Gebench with Parnasa B'Shefa. And the Mishnah says, Rebbe Lezer, he tells us, Arbas Reis Sudes Chayv Adam Lechol B'Sukkah, a person must eat 14 Sudes in his Sukkah across Yantiv. Achas Bayam, Achas Balayla, one during the day and one at night. They say, there is no set amount. If you don't want to eat the entire sukkah, so you don't have to. If you're going to eat, you have to eat in your sukkah, but you do not have to eat a meal. Except for the first night of Yantef, then you do have to eat a meal, and obviously that meal has to be in your sukkah. Rebbe Lezer also says, someone who did not eat that first night of Yantef, then he shall compensate for that suda. He has to make it up the last night of Yantef, which is actually referring to the night of Shemini Atzeres. They say, there is no way to compensate for that. If you missed it, you missed it. And while Zen Amr on this, the Pasuk says, A twisted thing cannot be made straight. And what's missing cannot be counted. And now the Gemara asks, My time is Rabbi Lazar. What's Rabbi Lazar's reasoning that you have to eat 14 sudas? The Pasuk tells us, Teshvu, you shall dwell in sukkahs. Ke'en Teduru, we learn, that it has to be just like the way you live in your house. Just like when you lived in your house during the year, you have one suda in the morning, one suda at night, you have breakfast and you have dinner. So too during sukkahs. You have one suda in the morning and one that night. And they say, Kadira, it's just like your house. When you live in your house, if you want to eat, you could. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Unless your mother forces you to eat, you don't have to eat if you don't want to. If you want to eat, you could. If not, you don't have to. Ask the Gemara. Even the first night, you shouldn't have to eat a Suda. Why do the Chamim say that you have to eat the first night? So, it says over here the 15th, that's talking about Sukkas. And it says the 15th when it's talking about Pesach, Malalon Laila Rishon Chayva, just like over there by Pesach, the first night is a Chayv, you have to eat matzahs on the first night of Pesach, Mikan Ve'elach Roshos, and from then on, you do not have to eat matzah if you don't want to. Afkan, so to over here, Laila Harishon Chayva, the first night there's a Chayv to eat in the Sukkah, Mikan Ve'elach Roshos, from then on it's a Roshos, and Vahasa Minalan, over there by Pesach, how do you know it's a Chayv to eat matzah the first night? Amrkar the Pasuk says, Ba'erav Taichlu Matzahs, in the evening you should eat matzahs. Hakas of Kavi Chayva, the Pasuk clearly sets it as a Chayv, the first night of Pesach, you have to eat matzah, so too the first night of Sukkot, you have to eat in your sukkah. And now we continue analyzing the Mishnah. Vaidam Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer had said that if you missed eating the sukkah the first night, you can make it up the night of Shemini Atzeres. Ask the Gemara. Vam Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer had just told us, A person has to eat 14 sudas in the sukkah, one at night and one during the day. And eating a sudah the night of Shemini Atzeres is not eating in a sukkah. You're not allowed to eat in a sukkah the night of Shemini Atzeres. You have to eat it in your house. So how is that considered tashlumen? How is that considered a compensation for the first night that you missed? So Amr Bira Amr Rab Ami Bira that's the name of a Chacham he said the name of Ami Chazer by Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Lezer was actually Chazer from his Shita he retracted it and he agrees to the Chachamim that you do not have to eat 14 Sudas you only have to eat the first night the only Mechlekes is if you miss the Suda the first night are you able to make it up the night of Shemini Atzeres and now the Gemara asks Mashlun Bimai how exactly are you compensating for missing the Suda Elim if you want to say Berifta that you're sitting down you're eating bread you're eating a regular Suda Suda the that just shows that you're eating the regular Suda of the day you're eating the Shemini Atzeres Suda it's not clear that you're eating a Suda that's meant to be a compensation for the one that you missed. So Elamai Yashlam, how exactly are you making up that Suda that you missed? Yashlam Minatargima, you make it up with different types of sweets, that's fruits and pastries and whatnot, that is after you already ate your Shemina Atzeres Suda, you clear away the Suda and then you bring food that you usually would not eat. And then it's very clear that you're compensating for that Suda that you missed. And Tainami Hach, we have a breast like this. Im Hishlam Minatargima Yatza, if you're Mashlam, you ate Minatargima, then you were Yatze. And now we have a story about this. Shal Apatrapas Shal Gupas Hamelachas Rebbe Lezer, the Apatrapas, the chief of staff or the head of 
operations of Agripa Samel, he asked Rabbi Lezer, what about me? I only eat one Suda during the day. I don't eat two Sudas. On a standard normal day, I have only one Suda. Can I have one Suda in my Sukkah and then I'll be Pater? This question was asked Rabbi Lezer before he was Chayzer, before he agreed to the Chachamim that you don't have to have two Sudas a day. So right now, the Apatropos of Agripa Samel is asking Rabbi Lezer, I only have one Suda. Am I allowed to have only one Suda in the Sukkah? Amrlehi responded to him, Every single day, every single day, you eat many different appetizers and they wet your appetite so you can have a nice big suda. And this is for yourself. You're not going to add on a few more appetizers in honor of your maker, meaning take a few of those appetizers that you usually have to give you an appetite for the first meal, add them on for a second meal, and now you'll be able to have two meals and don't just suffice with one meal on sukkis. When he asked another question, this apotropus of King Agrippas, what about me? I have two wives. Am I allowed to go from one sukkah to another? Meaning, am I allowed to spend one day in this sukkah, another day in that sukkah, and that's sufficient? Now, we're going to be learning shortly about Rabbi Lezushita that you're not allowed to go from one sukkah to another. You have to spend the entire sukkahs in one sukkah. He was asking him, since I have two wives and I actually live in two different places, am I allowed to move from one sukkah to another? Amrullah, he told him, La, you are not allowed to do that. Because I say, Anyone that goes from one sukkah to another on sukkahs, he has just nullified the mitzvah of the first one. You have to stay in the same sukkah all throughout sukkahs. And now this is Rebbe Lezer He tells us, A person is not to go from one sukkah to another. That means he's not allowed to eat in one sukkah and sleep in a different one, or one day spend in one sukkah and another day spend in a different sukkah. And also, you're not allowed to make a sukkah on chalamayid. They say, you're allowed to go from one sukkah to another. You can have an eating sukkah and a sleeping sukkah, you could have one day in one sukkah, one day in a different sukkah, and also you're allowed to make a sukkah on chalamayid. Vishavin, they both agree, she'im nafla, that if his sukkah fell down in the middle of Yantef, she'chaz yorbayin of chalamayid, he's allowed to build it on chalamayid. Now my time with Rebbe Lezer, what's Rebbe Lezer's reasoning that he says no going from one sukkah to another and no building a sukkah on chalamayid? Amr the Pasuk says, chaga sukkah is tasal chashivas yamim, and what do we learn from here? Asay sukkah ru'il shiva. you have to make a sukkah that you're going to be in for all seven days, and if you go from one sukkah to another, that means that you're not going to be in it all seven days. And if you build it in the middle of Chalmayid, that means it's not a sukkah that's for seven days. It's only for the remainder of sukkahs, but not for all seven days. For Rabbanon, what about them? What do they do with the Pasuk? This is what the Torah is saying. You should make a sukkah on sukkahs if you need one. And for Shavin, they both agree. If it fell down, you're allowed to rebuild it on Chalmayid. The Gemara asks Pshita, isn't that obvious? Why should you not be allowed to rebuild it on Chalmayid? You had already built it before Yantif. So even according to Rebbe it's considered a sukkah that's royal Shiva. So the Gemara answers, no. You might have thought this is considered a brand new sukkah of and it's not considered a sukkah of Kamash and the Chiddush is that this is just a rebuilding of the first one, and therefore it's considered a sukkah haruyi l'shiva, even according to Rebbe Lezer. And we continue talking about Rebbe Lezer. Tanya, we have a brass of Rebbe Lezer. I he says, The same way that a person is not yaitza on the first day of sukkahs with his friend's lulav, if he borrowed his friend's lulav, he's not yaitza. The Pasuk says, You should take for yourselves on the first day, pre eitz hadar, kapais tamarim, is talking about Esrog and Ululav. And what do we learn from here? Ulakachtem lochem, Mishel lochem. It has to be your own. It has to be your Lulav. You are not allowed to borrow it. Kach ein adam yatzidei chavase b'sukasa shachaveri. A person is also not yatzid with his friend's sukkah. Let's say he wasn't able to build a sukkah. He doesn't have a place to build it. And he wants to borrow his friend's sukkah the first night. He's not yatzid, according to Rebbe Lezer. says in the Pasuk, Chaga sukkah is tasa lecha shivas yamim. It has to be for you. Mishel lecha. It has to be from your own materials. You're not allowed to borrow your friend's sukkah. They say, Afbish amru ein adam yatzidei 
even though you're right, a person is not going to be yotze with his friend's lulav on the first day of Yantif, a person is yotze with his friend's sukkah. The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, every single Ezrach, every single resident of Yisrael shall dwell in sukkahs. And Malamid will learn from here, that every single person is fit to be in one sukkah, meaning in one communal sukkah, and it's impossible that everyone owns a sukkah together, and therefore it could be that you're able to borrow your friend's sukkah. But now the Gemara asks, Rabbanon what did the Rabbanon do with the Pasuk of Lachav, Chag HaSukkah's Tas Lachav, which had implied that you have to be in your own sukkah, you're not allowed to borrow it from a friend. The Gemara says, That's just coming to exclude a stolen sukkah. You're not allowed to steal the sukkah boards and steal the schach and make yourself a sukkah. But in regards to Shu'ula, in regards to borrowing a sukkah, it says Kala Ezrach, and that teaches us that you're allowed to borrow a sukkah. What does he do with the Pasuk of Kala Ezrach? He needs it, for a ger that finished his conversion process in the middle of sukkah. And the katan shin is galib in a time. You have a katan, he's a minor, and then he grew in the middle of sukkahs. He now has shtei Cyrus, and now he's chayv in sukkah. So they are allowed to build a sukkah in the middle of sukkahs. Rabban, what do they say? Since they hold that anyway, a regular person is allowed to build a sukkah in chalamid. We don't need a special pasuk telling us that a person that finished his conversion process on Yantif is allowed to build a sukkah. Even a regular Jew or one that converted before sukkahs is allowed to make a sukkah in the middle of sukkahs, and therefore we don't need a special pasuk for that. And now we have a story about this. There's a story through he went to go visit his Rebbe, Rebbe Lezer, in Lod, that's where Rebbe Lezer lived, Beregel on Yontif. And Rashi tells us that he left before Yontif, and he stayed with Rebbe Lezer on the first day of Yontif. And Amr Lai, Rebbe Lezer, told him, Eli, you're not considered those that are keeping Yontif properly. Shai Rebbe Lezer, I mean, because Rebbe Lezer used to say, I praise the lazy people, that they do not leave their houses on Yontif. The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, and you shall rejoice, you and your household. And here we have that Rebbe left his family for Yontif and he went to go visit his Rebbe. So Rebbe Lezer was telling him that you're not considered Mishayv Seharegel. Now Rashi points out that even though lazy people usually are not to be praised, at least their laziness is coming in handy over here that they stay at home the entire Sukkot as they should be. The Gemara asks, hold him one second. You're not supposed to go visit your Rebbe? How do we know that a person must go visit his Rebbe on Yontif? Shinemrat says in the Pasuk, this is in regards to the Isha Shunamis. She always was Mechabit Elisha Hanavi very much and she told her husband that she was going to go visit Elisha and her husband asked her, Why are you going to him today? It's not Rish Chaydish and it's not Shabbos. We learn from here that on Rish Chaydish and on Shabbos, a person has to go visit the Rebbe and for sure on Yontif also. The Gemara says, That's talking about if a person can go and come on the same day, so then of course they have to visit the Rebbe. But one is where he's going to go and he's going to have to come back the next day, then he should not visit his Rebbe and he should stay at home. And now a story about Rebbe Lezer himself. Tan Rabbanan, there's a story with Rebbe Lezer that he spent Shabbos in the Upper Galilee in the Sukkah of Yechna and the son of Rebbe Lai in Kesari in Kesari and some say it was in Kesari and the son reached the Sukkah and it was starting to get hot and Amar Lai Yechna asked him am I allowed to spread a sheet over the top of the Sukkah in order to prevent it from being so hot now his question was are we allowed to be Moisif on an oil Arai on Shabbos an oil Arai is a temporary roof are you allowed to add on to that on Shabbos or is it considered Bain is it considered building that was the question that Yechna Rebbe Lai posed to Rebbe Lezer. Now, Amr Lai, Rebbe Lezer told him, There wasn't a single shevet in Klai Yisrael, that didn't have a shevet, a leader of Klai Yisrael, come from it. And he was totally diverting the conversation. Now, the sun reached halfway to the sukkah. Amr Lai, he said, Am I allowed to spread a sheet on top of it? Amr Lai, he told him, There wasn't a single shevet in Klai Yisrael that didn't have Nevi'im come from it. And Shevet Yehudu ben Yamin, they had kings that were established by the Nevi'im. We know that Shmuel 
Shmuel Hanavi, he appointed Shaul HaMelech, who's from Shevet Binyamin, and he appointed David HaMelech, who's from Shevet Yehuda. And once again, he totally diverted the conversation. And now he gave Hamel Margolis of Shrebelezer, the son reached the feet of Rebelezer, Natal Yechonin Sadin, Yechonin took a sheet, Upir Salel, and he spread it on top of the sukkah. Hishbel Rebelezer Talisa Lachayrev, Rebelezer took his cloak, he put it on his back, Vyatza, and he left the sukkah. The reason why he left the sukkah is because he didn't want his silence to be interpreted as him agreeing with what Yechonin did. And now, the reason why Rebelezer didn't answer him and kept on diverting the conversation, not just because he wanted to push him off and he didn't want to answer him because he had an answer, he never said anything that he didn't hear from his Rebbe. And since Rabbi Lezer never heard what the Psak is about adding on to an oil Arai on Shabbos, so therefore he didn't answer him and he diverted the conversation. But now the Gemara asks, how could Rabbi Lezer do this? How could he go visit someone else on Sukkot? He visited him on Shabbos during Sukkot. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer himself had said, a person is not to go from one Sukkot to another. And here we have it that on Shabbos he went to go visit someone else in their Sukkot. So the Gemara answers, no, it was a totally different Yontif. It wasn't Sukkot. Let's say it was Pesach. And on Pesach, he went to go visit him. And the reason why they were sitting in a sukkah is because they just wanted to enjoy the nice weather. But we're not talking about on sukkahs itself. The Gemara continues to ask about Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer himself said, I praise the lazy people that they do not leave their houses on Yontif. So he shouldn't have left his house on Yontif anyway. So even though it wasn't sukkahs, it was still Yontif, he should have stayed at his house the entire Yontif. So the Gemara says, no, Shabbos Havai, it was just regular Shabbos. It wasn't Shabbos on Yontif. He just went to visit him for Shabbos and therefore it was completely mutter. Now, in the course of this story, we saw how Rebbe Lezer kept on pushing off Yechon Rebbe Loi and he didn't give him an answer. The Gemara asked, Why didn't he give an answer from his own shita? Did not we have a Mishnah? This is the window shutter. Back in the day, their windows were really just a hollow in the house and then they would take a piece of wood and plug it up and shutter up the window like that. So if we have this, Rebbe Lezer Eimer, he says, If it's tied to the house itself, it's tied to the wall and it's hanging. It's not resting on the floor. So it's very clear that this piece of wood belongs as the window shutter. Piking and by, you're allowed to use it as a window shutter on Shabbos. It's not considered like you're adding on to the binyan because it's very clear that it's the window shutter and it's not like you're trying to be Maisif al habinyan. Vim If not, aim piking by, you're not allowed to use it as a window shutter. That's because people are not going to realize that it's designed to be a shutter and they're going to think that you're adding on to the building. Now, they say, it doesn't make a difference if it's kashar batali. You're allowed to use it as a window shutter. We clearly see from here the Rebelezer holds you are not allowed to add on to an oil array. Here, in a very array fashion, in a temporary fashion, you're adding on to the building. So why is it that he didn't answer Yechon Rebbe Lai that he's not allowed to add on the sheet on top of the sukkah? That's because it's Maisif al-Oil Arai and that would be an issue. So the Gemar Chav Chesamadalf on top answers Hasam Hud Mavatal. Over there in the case of the window shutter, he's being Mavatal that piece of wood to the window and therefore it would be considered an issue of Baina. Aval but over here with the case of the sheet on top of the sukkah, Delay Mavatal, he's not going to be Mavatal the sheet over there. He's going to take it off the moment the sun moves away. Lai, it wouldn't necessarily be Usser and that's why Rebelezer didn't answer him from the case of the window shutter because it's not necessarily the same case. We're going to stop here for the day, continue tomorrow with stories from Rebelezer, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.